legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Red Baron's new fully loaded hand-tossed style pizza is so full of topping. Hold on there, partner. That there pizza is big enough for the both of us. With a half pound of toppings and a soft, chewy crust, it sure is. Problem is, though, this town ain't. <gasps> Introducing the Red Baron fully loaded hand-tossed style pizza. Share something awesome. Hello and welcome to the BBC Good Food Essential Recipes podcast with me, Miriam Nice. Each week I'll be talking to a different member of the cookery team, we'll be answering your questions, we'll be talking about how we're getting on in our kitchens just during this really difficult time. So please do join me and find us on Spotify or Acast or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to never miss an episode. Welcome to the BBC Good Food Essential Recipes podcast with me, Miriam Nice, here from my home in South London. Each week I'll be joined over the phone by a colleague from the Good Food team. Together we'll be answering your cookery questions and sharing our experiences during this extraordinary time. This week I'm joined by food editor Anna. Hello. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. So I'm going to ask you quickly, um, how are you, where are you and who are you with? Okay, so I am in southeast London in um, my home, which we just bought a couple of weeks ago. So actually, there's a lot to do on it, so it's keeping us busy. I'm here with my husband and my two cats, um, and they're settled in really nicely. Um, Yeah, so I'm trying to do lots of cooking. Um, It's nice to, um, to be able to work from home as well, so we're keeping very busy. Um, so what have you been doing this week? So this uh, this week I've been, I did a massive um, batch of mushroom risotto because I had loads of dried mushrooms in my cupboard and lots of risotto rice and I thought I'd spend. So it was just the Easter weekend and um, obviously I was in the garden a lot. We had really lovely weather, but also I just wanted to do a big batch of something that I could eat um, during the week when I'm at work for lunches. So I did. Um, 
a bit I made a big batch of mushroom risotto and I didn't have any white wine so I added you'll love this Miriam I added a, a splash of beer to the onions when they were cooking oh great and how I, did that work it out it was so good it was really nice because when it cooks down it's like quite bitter but yeah. with the sweet onions and then like earthy mushrooms it was really nice I thought you know I needed to tell someone but I was just yeah, at home you do. <laughs> and what kind of so I'm really like nerdy about this because what kind of beer did you use because I found that quite a lot of them you know because if they're, especially if they're quite hoppy like the bitterness is much more pronounced as you cook them because yeah. you're getting rid of that sort of last addition of, of hop. So what did you use? So I used a golden ale. So it nice. was quite sort of like honey tones. It wasn't too bitter anyway, because I know what you mean. Like if you use something that's too dark or too bitter, it can like enhance those flavours. So I mm. used something that was really, um, it's actually, we got it delivered from our local beer shop, which is really nice. So we've been... Um, do we had it with the risotto as well? Um, oh, great! So it's uh, like a, a golden ale, you know, uh, nothing too, nothing too strong, but just yeah. a bit like a. I put in a glass of that when, and then cooked down the onions in it, and it was really nice. That's so nice. It's definitely a really good time to sort of experiment as well because you've got that time you can take it and and have a go with something and I just thought what a great discovery I think yeah. that'd be really good yeah, I'm gonna try that. could see like fireworks happening in my head when I was like yeah. I don't have any wine but what do I oh I've got beer so um yeah I think it's really nice even if you're looking at through a recipe and you're sort of like one or two ingredients short it's always nice to make substitutions for like to make um you know different outcomes it's exciting totally Oh, that's great. Um, and how are you finding it generally? Like, how are you keeping sort of positive and stuff during this time? Um, it's been really, really good uh, to speak to, obviously, colleagues like this. It's really nice just to catch up and to uh, discuss what everyone's doing. So I think communication is really key. And um, we've been having some great sort of like socials on um online <laughs> which is nice we had a we had great drinks last week with um who could and what did we do it was like um what we had in our drinks like who could bring the best oh yeah so we had a team what well, our team drinks yeah 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 that was like uh, lulu said do you um uh, whoever has the best garnish that wins although the idea of swapping prizes isn't something we've we've ironed out yet but um and yeah. I don't think we did decide on a winner but that was that was great I mean I I thought mine would would be okay because I had a cocktail umbrella and a little a little parrot yes. um on a cocktail stick little paper parrot but people went all out yeah, so I, I, I didn't stand a chance <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Lulu had a, a Bloody Mary with a, an entire aubergine in it, yeah. um, and some other stuff. I can't remember what else she put in it. And uh, didn't um, did Barney have a plastic octopus toy? He did. He did. His? Yeah. I think we were um, all winners. It was great. <laughs> um, Liberty's slice of banoffee pie. She said that was on the side. I think that was pushing. <laughs> yeah, the, maybe. Uh, the brief a little bit if I'm honest <laughs> it looked delicious anyway it did I was so jealous <laughs> but yeah so that was nice it's been it's been really nice I've sort of said to like friends and family we're actually talking more now because you know obviously we're not as busy as we were so it's kind of nice just to spend a bit of time uh catching up with people and I'm spending a lot of time pottering in the garden growing some seeds and um 
basically discovering what I've got in the back of my freezer and in the back of my cupboards and stuff. That's quite exciting. Yeah. You know, finding spices that you've used for a recipe that you developed, you know, a year ago and then trying to work out what else you could do with it. So I'm sort of having a mess around with things. And of course, as everyone in the world is, I'm also making sourdough. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) How's that going? It's going really well. Obviously, new house, new oven, sort of like, you know, you've got to get it, you know, got to try it a few times to get it right. I think with any, any oven or any new kitchen, um, but yeah, following Barney's fantastic recipe on the website, um, it's going absolutely amazingly. So very impressed to have, you know, a loaf of sourdough every couple of days. And how are you getting hold of, like, are you all right to get hold of flour? Have you been able to find that okay? So I've managed to, I'm actually running low. I've managed to get some, um, I've been doing click and collect orders okay. from supermarkets. So I kind of, I feel like I'm one of those people that when I go into a supermarket, I feel slightly panicked that I just want everything and I want to spend hours in there just looking at everything. So I'm kind of trying to restrict myself to knowing exactly what I need when I go in because obviously, you know, it's crazy times and I don't don't want to be sort of in there for longer than I need to be. So uh, I've been doing click and collect, which has been quite helpful. And uh, I've been using um, Pale Green Dot, which is a... Uh, they usually ship to um, restaurants, uh, veg, and they're also now doing meat and cheese as well. So I've been using them quite a lot. And there's loads of other ones as well um, for veg boxes and meat boxes. Uh, I think flour is still kind of quite hard to get hold of. Um, have, you, have you had any trouble getting yeah, hold we, of it? Yeah, I mean, I managed to get a kilo of self-raising flour and the same of spelt and that was all they had um in it was like a a, a scoop shop okay and near where my husband works he managed to get that and I was so pleased like it was it was like he bought me a bunch of of flowers but obviously (laughs) he bought me a bunch of flowers but um that was really lovely and then um I managed to get some like one bag of strong white bread flour and I've just been using that in like to thicken sauces or um to make things just as I would plain flour to be honest yeah. I made a lot of pasta with it because I couldn't get pasta flour and just using it as a sort of all-purpose mm-hmm. um and I think you kind of just have to I mean I've thickened a sauce with self-raising flour as well just because that's what I had and yeah. it was fine um just gotta go with what you've got yeah exactly yeah. and and some you do make discoveries I think and like you're saying about using using the beer like you're you're making discoveries all the time because you're just having to go well that's what I've got yeah. is it nice and there is that risk I think sometimes if you if you're cooking and you can sort of siphon off a little bit if you're not sure and add so I've got little ramekins in the kitchen and if you take a bit of the thing you're making like the sauce or the batter or whatever put it into that and then add the thing that you're thinking of putting into it and just to see if it works in the same way try, that yeah, could be a good, it. yeah yeah so if you're making a batter and you fry like a mini pancake of it just to see if it's going to work before you do the whole lot that can be good because you don't want to waste you don't no, want to waste that's it too true much. I've been using the uh, sourdough starter to make pancakes because uh, I've also ran out of eggs um so yeah. I've just been whisking a bit of extra flour into the starter with some milk and a pinch of sugar and salt and then just been doing those and they're kind of like halfway between a crumpet and a crepe so they're really th- thin but they do fluff fluff up 
Um, And so, and they've got loads of lovely holes in them. So I've been having them as like savory pancakes or, you know, like sweet, but they're obviously not sweet. It's like American style pancakes. Um, But it's just really sort of like nice um, Mm. to not waste anything and also to make the most of what you've got. So obviously like, I really wanted a sack of big pancakes this weekend, but obviously no, no eggs meant I sort of had to make do. And actually I was really pleased with them and I might have sort of considered developing a recipe for it. Um, I just really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's great. And I think people are often, if they are going on that sourdough journey, looking for ways to use that, that discard of the, of the yeah. starter, because you do have to throw it away you know, you t- take some out in order to refresh it. Um, so, so any ideas with that? We we covered quite a few of those in the previous series about um, things you can use the the discard for. Yeah, um, and There's it's so just so ways. handy. Yeah, and people keep coming up with them all the time, especially because they're at home and they can try out different things. Yeah. Um, I had a question. So, you've been doing some of these Instagram lives. Yes. Um, and they're really fun. We do those every weekday now at like 12 30 it'll be a different member of the team on instagram um and they'll go live and just ask uh, answer questions from from the audience and we had someone uh who's written uh, i think it's mini mini jeff 2007 what can i put in homemade bread i really like adding cheese to bread yeah um if you've got any like um little ends of cheese in, left over in your fridge uh, a nice mixture if you grate them all and then if you fold it into the dough I love doing that with some nuts maybe um or some like chopped fruit or some herbs uh, there's so much you can add to it um I've also seen a lot of people doing like turmeric bread so if you like knead turmeric into the um into the dough so it kind of like gives it a really gorgeous golden color Mm. Uh, you could even do some like maybe fennel seeds and some chili flakes and stuff and do like a savory savory bread that would that would be really nice like a I think sort of yeah like dry ingredients like um herbs and dried herbs and dried spices like you're saying like chili and and fennel seeds are really good because then you don't have to worry about the um like uh, adjusting the liquid content too much they're the sort of ingredients that you can kind of pop in and they're not going to yeah mess up your ratios too much yeah exactly. um, so it's a definitely that's a really good shout it's a really good place to start yeah um but yeah. um also like things like marmite is really nice or um you know things like you could add a bit of like whole grain mustard with the cheese if you wanted something a bit sharper so i think the best or what you could do is um divide the dough into buns once it's oh, yeah. proved and then sort of like fold or roll different ingredients into different buns and then you've got like a mix and match surprise oh that's good. and then you and then if one doesn't work out you've only lost yeah, one and yeah can turn it into breadcrumbs or something yeah um just don't mix oh. the sweet and savory if you're doing like nutella and marmite <laughs> <laughs> might be a shock put the two soup. together <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you might discover a flavor sense flavor sensation tomato soup with nutella bread <laughs> <laughs> oh. So there's loads of things I would say. Uh, the thing that I probably wouldn't add is any sort of meat or uh, just because it can dry out quite a lot because obviously you need your oven quite high to sort of get a really good crust on the bread. So um, maybe you wouldn't put any like deli meats in. I mean, chorizo would be probably fine because it's fatty enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get, get experimenting. Let us know how it goes. So fun. Oh, this one, I I saw this question and it came through 
And as soon as I saw it, I thought, I thought of you. And it's from our Facebook group. So we've got a Facebook group we've set up called BBC Good Food Together. And it's a really lovely spot where people can share their ideas and um, share pictures of food that they're making at the moment and also just ask questions to to the rest of the people in the group and to us and this one popped up and it said um it's from noreen middleton leeks potatoes cheese pasta any different ideas please oh and i just saw that and i just remembered you loved that cheese and potato pie and i was just like <laughs> anna's gonna know you know um what is it in scotland they have a mac and cheese pie Really? Yeah, they have. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. It's like, I think it might even be like a wholemeal or maybe a spelt pastry. And then it's an open topped pie with mac and cheese in the middle. Wow, sir. I know. So just get everything, put it together, make so, it into a pie. So what's on the shopping list? Sorry, leeks. Um, leeks, potatoes, yeah. cheese and pasta. So I would do, I'd definitely do a, like a, a just do a pasta topped pie. Wow. <laughs> How good would that be? That would be dreaming. Yeah. So, so what you got? Pastry crust. Yeah. Mac and cheese inside. Bit yeah. more cheese on the top. With leeks in it. Yeah. Maybe serve it with mashed potatoes. I mean, we're talking three three carbs. There. Three carbs there. <laughs> yeah. You know the way to my heart through the carbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think anything. I also uh, I know Cassie's just done an, uh, a really lovely chowder for one, which would be lovely with the leeks and the potatoes and things. And depending on what the shapes of pasta are, you could even stir those through the chowder just to thicken it up and to give it a bit more body. Yeah. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save 40% site-wide. 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. That'd be delicious. We use um, leeks quite a lot as um, just wherever you would onions. So in any kind of recipe, and because there's just the two of us, it's been quite good. Like we'll just you know just take a third off or something and just use yeah. that as like a small onion and and use that start of cooking for like risottos or pastas or anything yeah so they're quite they're really handy i think you know when you have like crispy duck and pancakes and you have like the cucumber and the spring spring onion i really yeah. like having leek instead of spring onion because i think it's a bit milder it's a bit softer <sighs> and so i think you could even do like some shredded um raw leek in a salad like you would spring onion Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. I saw Rosie Burkett did a uh, an egg sandwich 
which had um, in the mayonnaise it had capers and spring onions and wild garlic. Oh and wow! Looked, so and then she put crisps in the sandwich as well. Brilliant. Um, but that looked that looked really delicious. So you could put some leeks in in that with that in like outrageous. an egg mayo. I'd love That'd that. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's good to get some ideas when just just cooking for the two of us. Although I have made this discovery, and I don't know if you've made similar ones, but I found that. Um, you're spending so much time with the other person that they do things in a way that you didn't expect so for example um, my husband doesn't think that ketchup needs to go in the fridge and I do and then I realized I messaged my friend about it and she said that also she doesn't put ketchup in the fridge and I was just like who what so yeah it's the great debate isn't it it is it's like it's like chocolate in the fridge and ketchup in the fridge and I just feel like I'm learning so much about people um in this time time. I don't know where do you stand do you keep chocolate in the fridge I don't keep chocolate in the fridge no um I think it goes too hard do you keep it in the fridge no yeah no No, I kind of like it when it's a bit soft and tomato ketchup do you know I have to say I'm probably on the on the fridge fridge yeah that's what I think you keep it in the fridge and he's like no you don't put it in the fridge and you know mainly because it doesn't necessarily need it because it's it's um, well preserved but I like the cold kind of contrast yeah that's Um, why I like it as well you know I also put my brown sauce in the fridge for like bacon sandwiches and stuff um although I don't know I don't think a lot of people do I don't think it needs it but I still kind of like the the you know the balance of hot and cold and yeah yeah I mean, there's no necessarily like culinary reason apart from it's a nice temperature change. But I was just sort of more taken by the, the fact that I was just like, it's just things about you I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I can understand that the, the chocolate one, I think there's some people who just love the snap from um, from cold chocolate. Yeah. But I think I'm only like that if you make um, sort of chocolate buttons uh, yourself. So if you melt some chocolate and put it in little little blobs on some grease proof and put those in the fridge, they're great from the fridge. Yeah. But yeah. apart from that, I think just keep it in the cupboard. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, it'd be nice to know what other people that's a good good place on the, the Facebook group or you can email me um at miriam.nice at immediate.co.uk if you have any other things that you're discovering about <laughs> food habits of the people that you're with. Things you've learned. Yeah. But I guess like we always have dinner together uh, my husband and I but we never have lunch together and so a couple of days ago he was like I'm really liking this hot lunch thing because obviously he'd, he'd, he'd take like a um a sandwich or a salad to work and um and so at the moment I've been doing like cheese toasties uh, leftover the risotto like and do like meals but you yeah. know just because I don't want to waste anything and also with sort of um I've got a bit more time to, to prepare lunches and so it's kind of like I think he's going to be a bit sad when he has to go back to work with his sandwiches again <laughs> <laughs> although there's nothing wrong with a sandwich I do love a sandwich oh yeah I love sandwich. but I know what you mean and I think and also it becomes more economical like if you've made something and then you save it and have it the next day yeah. it does make it easier um but you're right because we and also we we would try food we try a mix of things in the office when we're trying things from the test kitchen and we're not together so yeah, yeah we're, we're we're cooking lots of different things at the moment so it's very very unusual this one is also from the facebook group rebecca clark says suggestions to use up half a tub of sour cream please oh um so i would 
I don't think I, I would never really have any left because I use it so quickly because I love it so much. Because um, <laughs> I basically add it to anything. Like I do a really lovely, um, you know, like a Caesar salad. It's got like a creamy dressing. But you yeah. could do like um, a sour cream and Dijon and um, maybe a bit of like finely grated cheddar or parmesan or something and whisk that with some olive oil into a salad dressing. Um, and it gives like a really nice creamy sourness um also like in a in a uh in like a coleslaw it's really nice if you wanted to do like a little side salad coleslaw for two or three people um which would be lovely or uh in like nachos is really nice if you've got like a bag of tortilla chips you could do like a quick topping with some tin beans and maybe some chili and some spices and some like a fried onion um and then drizzle it over um but you can do so much with it um it's also lovely on like tarts if you did like a quick puff paste if you've got some puff pastry you can do like a quick uh tart just by unraveling the puff pastry adding the sour cream to it and then adding some toppings like bacon or and the leeks that would be delicious in there uh or some like shredded chicken or something like that so it kind of it's it's really really versatile that sounds great Loads of loads of ideas for yeah. sour cream. I love that because you posted something like on your Instagram of um, a Caesar salad, and that looked really delicious. I've been I've been eating them quite a lot for lunches because I've got like the ends of yogurt pots and things, and so I've just been whisking some olive oil, maybe like a bit of crushed garlic, and into the into the ends in the pot, and then making a salad dressing in the bottom of the pot, um, and then yeah, tossing any salad and stuff through it it's really it's really simple but it's actually just a little bit different uh than like a you know like the oil and vinegar based salad dressing which are kind of now to me sort of feels a bit like a side salad rather than a main yeah. is that you know does that make sense like um yeah. kind of feels more like you'd have it alongside a pasta dish or something whereas like if it's really creamy and kind of you know you put a bit of effort into what you're adding to the salad it kind of makes it feel a bit more special yeah, a bit more satisfying. We had a similar conversation. I mean, the weather's nicer now, but like we were talking a bit about soups in our last episode and just, you know, how satisfying that can be or how you, whether you consider it a meal at certain points. And I think it's similar for salad. Like, is it satisfying? And yeah. I think, yeah, it definitely can be, but you're right. Just putting a bit more things into it and taking a bit more time over it definitely. Yeah, it changes it. it, you know, makes it into a main meal. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really good this one here i also thought you'd be able to help with because you did that wonderful yorkshire pudding recipe um if we all toad in the hole oh, yeah. bbcgoodfood.com and in the magazine um so bexborough said she would love a recipe for foolproof yorkshire puddings mine always turn out like stodgy biscuits and i think there's definitely there's definitely recipes for yorkshire puddings at bbcgoodfood.com but i wondered if you had any tips on what might be going wrong if they're going like a stodgy biscuit oh um i'd say the batter's not the right consistency and the oven's not hot enough and the oil's not hot enough if they're not rising um so the foolproof recipe uh is barney's recipe on bbcgoodfood.com and that's just tried and tested by myself personally about 150 times. Um, I just l- love it. Um, turn I turn the oven up to like two 240 because my oven's a little bit older and make sure the 
pan that you're using or the tray is quite sturdy. I think that's one thing that I that I um, learned through getting loads of crisp, you know, when it sticks to the bottom of the tray and it's really frustrating, um, is using like a sturdy tray or, a you know, like a muffin tin if you're doing Yorkshire puddings rather than toad in the hole. Um, and it, it to be non-stick as well. And then the oil should coat the bottom of the dish, which it feels like a lot when you're actually doing it. But I think um, the oil should have like a thin layer on the base. So even if there's like toad in the hole or Yorkshire puddings, mm. like it should be at the bottom of the muffin tin. And then really just heat it until until it's really, really hot. So when you pour the batter in, it starts to almost rise instantly. So you'll see it like bubbling around the edge of the dish and then it will start like um, rising already. If it's not doing that, your oil isn't isn't hot enough. Uh, and then don't open the door. That's another one. Don't open the door yeah. during cooking. So uh, I hope a good luck. I hope they do, um, they try Yorkshire puddings again and, you know, with success. So it's always disappointing, isn't it? Because you can't open the door. Yeah. Um, and then when you do open the door for the big reveal, they are flat. <laughs> so oh. it's the one thing that I always I always measure out. I'm sort of, because in the test kitchen, we're very, very rigid with how much we t- test things and how we weigh things and the accuracy is so important. When I'm at home just cooking for myself, I kind of am a little less accurate. But I think with Yorkshire puddings, I always weigh it out and... Um, because I always know, it's, it's like baking, isn't it? You know, you always have to weigh everything out quite accurately because you can't try it right until the end. Um, and maybe, you know, the, your um, toad in the hole had uh, lots of other bits and bobs in it. Yeah. So those those leeks and cheese that Noreen has got, maybe they could go in. Oh, fantastic. Find that as well. Yeah. Maybe you could put, put the two together. So that's great. Maybe not the um, pasta though in that. Uh, no, no. I don't know whether she wants to use them all in one thing. I'm trying to maybe. think of some potato <laughs> pasta concoction here. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about testing recipes and things from home yeah and uh working and, and you know cooking hot lunches as well which is pretty pretty impressive how are you finding the working from home balance and are you okay sort of switching off at the end of the day it is hard I think I found it easy to switch on for work um but it's harder to close the laptop and so I'm sort of having to separate the two almost so I've got like my laptop set up on a table in one room and then that's completely uh, separate to where I sit and eat my dinner and so I'm just trying to like keep it separate or at least like close the laptop and not just keep it open like throughout the weekend and the evenings and things but um, it is kind of it's it is a strange situation because to to cook for work but also cook because you enjoy it it's kind of like it's a tricky one because you don't know when work finishes and when you're actually just cooking for fun (laughs) so it's really it's um I have I have enjoyed sort of getting used to my new kitchen a little bit more and um and testing as well has been has been really good because I think it's just ingrained in us from the test kitchen how you test a recipe like we set the timers going I've got a temperature thermometer here like I'm just I'm checking that my oven's the right temperature before anything goes in so everything is um and also because we write the recipes in the test kitchen for home cooks it's actually quite easy for us to adapt to testing recipes in our home kitchens because that's what we should be you know we should they should be 
perfect in our own yeah. kitchens as well as the test kitchen. Um, so, so I think that's been that's been easy. I'm also uh, for shooting and photo- I'm photographing at home as well. So that's been quite fun. I've been like adding a drizzle of oil to a salad with a camera around my neck, which is a new thing <laughs> to not try and drizzle oil on the camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that's been I've been really fun. It's been a bit of a learning curve because I've been food styling for you know quite quite a few years, but I haven't actually uh, done much photography professionally other than like quick snaps for Instagram. So that's mm. been really fun. I've been really enjoying that, and um, yeah, it's been and I've been eating all the food that we've been making as well. So it's sort of like doubled up as as what we're having for dinner because there's no that's one simple. no one else to try it except the husband he's like number one taste tester at the moment <laughs> I bet he's loving it yeah he is and saying he gets paid in food <laughs> excellent um so we're not meeting up with with other friends and you know going to the pub and things and as you mentioned your your honing skills in in food photography is, yeah. is there anything perhaps in that line or in cooking so maybe a technique that you would suggest that people could could try and learn try and master this week um, I think if you haven't got on the bread bandwagon yet, it's definitely one. Or if you can get hold of bread flour, it's definitely something that you can put. Be, you've got enough time to start it now, I think. Also, like a really good Victoria sponge as well. Like it's this is the perfect time to perfect it because who doesn't want afternoon tea with a slice of, you know, with a slice of Victoria sponge with their cup of tea for their that sounds good the afternoon break and. Um, I think also I'm trying to get uh, out in the garden, so growing some stuff because uh, it's so easy to do and you don't really need that much space. I think is something that people could try and even if they're just growing coriander from seed or parsley or you know just something on their windowsill, it's so satisfying and it's really rewarding. And I think also it makes you a bit more experimental in cooking as well because you need to use it up or you know you've you you've got so much of something or you know like you've got a glut of something it's really fun to start preserving and curing well talking of um gluts there was a question i think it's another one from rebecca clark on our facebook group she said um she's got four eating apples and she needs to use them up in cooking any suggestions welcome so they've got four eating apples that they don't know what to do with um it's a good one, um, other than just like eating them. But I, so we always have breakfast dessert. Do you, is this a thing that you have, you've ever had? Sorry, you have breakfast dessert? Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit uh, Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Having breakfast dessert at Elevenses. Amazing. <laughs> so after I've had like my cereal or porridge or whatever, I always crave something sweet. So I always have like a piece of fruit because I'm trying to be a bit better than just like scoffing chocolate that's not in the fridge. <laughs> after after breakfast so um I would say if you did like a little compote that would be really nice to yogurt or porridge or something like that and then if you've got like a sweet tea that'd be amazing um so if you peel them and then chop them finely and then add a little bit of sugar maybe some vanilla and then a splash of water and then just cook it down into like a little like compote not too much you don't want it to turn like too uh, too syrupy but mm. if you did like a puree I really like doing that and then you can freeze it as well so if you've got too much that you don't know if you're going to eat it um for the next couple of days you can always freeze it in portions uh what would you do with cook uh, with um eating apples I kind of feel like they sit in my they sit in my fruit bowl for a long time and then I just get around to eating them I don't know if there's anything that I would do differently with them 
I think sometimes they're nice. They're nice sort of roasted, like with meat as well, you know, yeah. sort of with, with pork or something or even with, you know, sort of chicken, actually. It can be quite nice. Um, I, I mean, I had some not eating apples I had the cooking apples and I stuffed those I hollowed out the the core and stuffed those with some mincemeat proper old school um wintery pudding when it was a bit colder and that was that was good so you could do that with eating apples you can have a go with that as well um but often it will just be a crumble and then I'll get some I'll bulk it out with some frozen berries from the freezer yeah and that's always that's sort of my go-to I thought think of, of doing something more interesting and then it's like Oh, I just really want <laughs> you want to crumble um, when those those come around. But I'm sorry, I'm just more distracted by the fact that you have a dessert. You have a just two course breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. This is just blowing my mind. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. You just need there's people that you know, or you live with, or you work with, and then suddenly you just start finding things out about them that I, you just had no idea I thought about. This is a normal thing that every well, <laughs> I never really eat breakfast when I'm working because. Um, we eat, we eat, we test and taste during the day. And so I kind of feel like I have a ragu or some like pasta <laughs> dish to true. try at like half 10. Um, yeah. But so I don't normally tend to eat breakfast, but at the weekend, yeah, I'll have like a bacon sandwich and then have like a breakfast dessert, which is at the moment an apple or like an orange or something. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Will it catch on? Do you reckon you'll? I mean, still- I I would love to do this. I'm gonna like next weekend. That I mean, that's my weekend plan sorted. A two course breakfast session yeah. with, with whatever I can find. Yeah. Um. This is this is wonderful. It's yeah. It sounds almost like a Christmassy thing. I I don't know. I love it. Yeah. But if you had a sweet breakfast, like if you had pancakes or something, yeah, you might have to have like a savoury like oh, a cheese, cheese course. course. Yeah. <laughs> So that's another use for this, uh, the extra cheese is, um, yeah. Cheese course and breakfast. Breakfast, breakfast, brunch, cheese course. Amazing. I'm going to add that one in. (laughs) Only for special occasions. I feel like we need a, a, maybe we need a recipe collection on the (laughs) website for breakfast, breakfast, dessert recipes. See if we can, see if we can get that one there. Um, Amazing. So what what are you cooking? What's your next meal? Where are we up to? Uh, so I've had my breakfast dessert and, um, it's, well, I haven't had my lunch yet, so I'm going to have some lunch, which is leftover risotto. And then tonight, um, I actually, I have some, I have lots of sausages in the freezer, so I'm going to do some sausage and mash, I think, for dinner tonight. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much where, where my day is. Great. Uh, that sounds great. And you're doing any of the um the Instagram lives this week? Yes, I'm doing it on Thursday. Amazing. Yeah. And how are you finding those? They're good, yeah. Although my doorbell keeps going off, I keep getting <laughs> deliveries of things for the garden. So apologies to listeners or viewers who <laughs> 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 you keep getting dist- yeah. Um no, I'm really I'm really enjoying it. It's so nice to be able to to help. You know, we're on hand to help with whatever anyone needs. Um with using up veg or what to do with things so yeah I'm, I'm really enjoying it because also we're experimenting as well at the same time so I also I tried to sprout um some coriander seeds you know like that you just get as a spice yeah so I'll keep you posted and see see if they start growing yeah just things like that you know things that you've got in your cupboard um yeah I'll keep you posted Let's see if they if that works out that's not yeah. great like a kind of cress basically but with coriander yeah you could use oh fantastic brilliant yeah well you can find um 
more ideas that we've got recipes on there and we've got um guides and also activities for kids and things on our website on bbcgoodfood.com there's a section at the top called stay home get cooking so you can have a look at that you can get in touch with us on the instagram q a and see us on the facebook group um bbc good food together but if you do have any questions and you're not on social media you can contact me directly miriam.nice at immediate.co.uk and just put podcasts in the subject bar and then hopefully we can get some questions on here and answer them for you anna glover thank you so much for joining me thank um, you it's for been having really, me really 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 nice to talk to you and hear all your ideas i am gonna go and make sure that breakfast dessert is definitely in yeah. my and you've, in my you routine can, you can have to look up uh, macaroni pie as well yes i will <laughs> all the carbs <laughs> amazing have a lovely day thank you so much for listening thanks and you see bye. you bye thank you so much for joining us on the bbc good food essential recipes podcast please remember to like and subscribe on spotify or acast or wherever you get your podcast so that you never miss an episode 